Oh my goodness, it's a 2020 replay. Held captive inside your own domicile. Not being able to talk to people. Not being able to go out. Ah. <sighs> what can COVID teach us about gratitude? Uh, really struggling with this one, but it's next on this episode of the Gratitude Journal Podcast. This is the Gratitude Journal Podcast. Deep inside the cozy confines of the basement lair, it is me, Matthew, on board here for this edition of the Gratitude Journal Podcast. The podcast that is designed to uh, hopefully show me new and different ways to find gratitude for the things around me or the things that I just don't recognize or the things that are already present and make themselves known to me and I don't want to recognize them or I just uh, am in a bad mood and don't feel like being grateful, (laughs) which sometimes is the case. Okay, I admit it. Uh, But normally, uh, that is the purpose for this podcast. And, you know, people often say to me, well, you know, what's your podcast about? Like, what is it supposed to do? And I don't really know that it's supposed to do much except to hopefully force me to find ways to be grateful for stuff. And hopefully if you listen or you subscribe, um, hopefully it does the same thing for you, that maybe you will be more readily um, available to make yourself available to find ways to be grateful for the things around us. And as I've said throughout the hundred episodes or more of this podcast, uh, sometimes that can be difficult and it is a challenge, but I think that it's a worthy challenge, especially in the face of COVID. Uh, I know, I know, I can't believe we're going through this again. I, I should say, I can't believe that I'm going through this again because for Donna, it was her first time. And I can't pinpoint exactly where I think it might have occurred. I really don't know. I mean, do we really know? Because lately, I have to admit that this agenda that I set for myself where I'm going to start wearing a mask when I go into stores again and that kind of thing, I haven't really been all that good at it. And uh, Donna's son, Preston, has been in town for the past almost week and a half. And then our granddaughter, Megan, was coming back from her traveling RN assignment from New York. And she stopped in for an evening. And then we did, like, go to this large um, kind of chain breakfast place. But again, who knows? I mean, it could have been me just walking in you know, to the Circle K gas station to pay for a newspaper or something. And I mean, it could have happened then too. And I think what really kind of gives me some pause is that, you know, we were totally vaxxed and we just got our boosters less than a month ago. And so I feel like, yeah, one part of me could be like, I can't believe we spent all this time getting those shots. And the other part of me, as other people have pointed out to me, is that, yeah, but it could have been a lot worse. And so that's what I say to the anti-vaxxers, is that 
what we experienced, which and are still experiencing. So today is Saturday. It's the day before Donna's birthday. And we tested this past Tuesday because Donna had this like little tickle in her throat. And uh, I said, you know what? Uh, maybe we ought to test because that usually doesn't happen for her. So she was positive. I was positive. And I contacted my folks at work and kind of told them what was going on. And while I was on the phone, I thought, you know what? I'm going to do another test just to make sure. And of course, those tests were positive as well. So we have been hunkered down. So I would say for me, it's more of an annoyance. I don't know if you've had COVID yet or if you've been vaxxed and haven't had, you know, had experience with COVID. But aside from going through like a case of Kleenex, um, I would say that for me, it's more an annoyance. For Donna, she got hit a little harder. She, for a couple of days, she had a pretty bad cough. She was really, really tired. And uh, again, one of those things where you wonder if it could be worse if we didn't actually get the vaccines. Hmm. So this latest bout with COVID gives me almost immediate gratification. I know that sounds weird, doesn't it? But certain people connected with work, uh, certain family members, and just sort of the overall compassion level of people has really been pretty amazing over this past, not even a week. I mean, my first point of gratitude, I would have to say, is um, my friend Laura, who I work with uh, at the radio station. And so when I announced, we use Microsoft Teams. And so when I announced after talking to my uh, boss on the phone, kind of what was going on and how I was going to work at home, because I easily can work at home. And I did work all through the week. I was a little run down, but I actually got a good amount of things done. And then I went on to teams to sort of announce to everyone else. Well, not everybody said anything. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but, you know, there's there are always certain people that kind of stand out. And like automatically, Laura's like, okay, I'm going to make you guys chicken noodle soup. I just made a big batch and I'm going to bring some over. And I'm like, no, really, you really don't have to do that. She was like, no, I'm doing that. What else do you need? And so I sent her a text and said, jokingly, I mean, I'm going through, we're going through Kleenex, like, you know, Kleenex is going to be gone tomorrow. And she goes, okay, I'm on it. And so on my front porch was this enormous container of chicken noodle soup, which was amazing, by the way. In fact, we were texting later, she used like fresh rosemary. And I mean, that was the bomb. And Ohio sweet corn, which is also the bomb. So, I mean, we were just gnawing on that. Donna was particularly loving it. And then there was like this, like three pack set of Kleenex, which was really like a necessity because we were really running low and even running even more, uh, you know, at a disadvantage because of all the Kleenex we were using. So, uh, Laura, you are a saint. And this was the first thing that I was grateful for as far as COVID. 
I like the people that I work with. I like most of the people that I work with. Some of the people that I, I mean, we all have issues with people, right? And when you work and you're sort of aligned with a small group of people, you don't always get along 100% with people. I would say for the most part, I do. Um, The couple of people who I tend to have a few issues with will go nameless on this podcast. And I don't think I'm being hypocritical in saying that because I have addressed some of these things, particularly with one person. I bring that up because not everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for you. Because I really didn't want to feel badly for, is that the right way to say it? I was just mainly miffed because COVID, if you're not in a hospital, naturally, COVID just puts a crimp in everything because now you're back to, well, I can't go out or I'm not supposed to go out. Although I did go out Tuesday night because our dryer is on the fritz and the person who was coming over to look at it and hopefully fix it, I had to cancel because, you know, we had COVID. I did go out with two masks and rubber gloves and I took the laundry that I washed to this laundromat nearby. I kind of scoped out the parking lot. I know this is probably bad. Don't hate me, but I had to dry the clothes. And so I found like a couple of dryers over in the corner and I didn't hover near anybody and I didn't touch anything with my bare hands. And I did go out for that like 45 minutes just to dry clothes. I know don't hate on me, but Can you imagine how many people go out to places when they have COVID, either if they know it or don't know it? Because if someone says you have COVID, you just go, no, I don't have COVID because you might not exhibit a whole lot of symptoms. I mean, I had like a really, really runny nose. But other than that, I didn't really exhibit a whole lot of symptoms. But I was trying to, you know, be extra cautious, but I had to dry the clothes. So aside from doing that. COVID just puts a crimp in everything because now, you know, I need to mail something. Well, I can't go to the post office. No, I need to go to the store. Nope. I'm going to eat whatever's in the pantry, or I'm going to wait for really good friends to come over with a big thing of chicken noodle soup. It just makes things annoying. That's the number one thing. And so then I had to reach out to Donna's doctor and get Paxlovid because she was kind of hit a little harder than me. And I did get a Paxlovid uh, prescription. So I put on my mask. I drove through the drive through of the drugstore. And then I realized that it doesn't really mesh well with one of her medications. So we had to stop that medication. So hopefully today, this is Saturday, hopefully today will be the last day for Paxlovid because really she's doing uh, pr- pretty well. But I'm grateful that I was able to survive the last five days relatively unscathed as far as needing a bunch of stuff. Now, the key is testing, hopefully, tomorrow, and hopefully that's a negative test. Now, I have to go on to the CDC website and figure out, okay, so I have a negative test. Now what? Can I show up around people. I don't know the protocol for these things, but I guess I'll find out. I bring up working with people because I, while I like the people that I work with, I prefer to work from home. I just do. I mean, I don't want to be a hermit, 
But as I was working this week, it reminded me of how enjoyable it is to work from home. There are those people out there who they don't feel that way. Like they need to be around people. And I know, I get that. I get that. But in, until you actually can do the bulk of your job from your own home space and you don't realize how much you might enjoy it. I'll use my twin brother, for instance, who has gone into an office, you know, his whole career. And then during COVID, of course, uh, a lot of people like him were forced to work from home. And he said to me, I'm, I know previously to COVID, his thing was, no, I, I just, I just prefer, that's where all my stuff is. I need to go into work. And then that, you know, after COVID started, he was like, you know what? I really love working from home. I don't care if I ever go into an office again. And so I feel, I, having been somebody who has worked here in the basement lair for more than several years, I can attest to that. So going into a location was a new vibe for me. I wasn't really used to it, but it reminded me this past week how grateful I was to have the chance to work all those years from here in my own home base. Now, it's again, it's not to say that I don't enjoy the people that I work with. And sometimes I need to get out and it's good to go into work and hang out with people and have conversations because, you know, it's tough to do that all the time via text or via Microsoft Teams. But I really, really miss working from home and COVID actually made me grateful for it. So if I ever have an opportunity to do more work from home, I mean, just being honest, I'm just putting it out there. I would be more than happy to take advantage of that. And I guess the other thing I'm grateful for has nothing to do with COVID. Uh, it has to do with the fact that, you know, for Donna's cancer diagnosis, it could have gone in a lot of directions. And, you know, you read about uh, people who have been very, very fortunate because they have been able to catch something at an early stage. And I have to say that I have, in my attempt not to be overtly dramatic, I want to make sure that, you know, I am protecting this, you know, person uh, through everything. And I want to make sure that, you know, the diagnosis for, you know, her uh, cancer, that I know everything about it. So, you know, I was down here in the basement, the other side of the basement, on the other side of the lair with my... um you know, my stationary bike. And I was watching YouTube videos about, you know, lobular cancer and truly trying to learn everything about it. And almost universally, all of the people in these various videos were saying, you know, the key uh, in, the, in a breast cancer diagnosis is getting it early. And I'm just so fortunate and grateful that you know, this at her stage was, you know, an early stage that there wasn't any spread and that uh, although we start radiation this week and will happen for the next four weeks, 
that the outlook looks pretty good. And I said to Donna, you know what? This could have gone in a lot of different directions. And I'm just really grateful that we don't, you know, even in, in the in the scope of everything we deal with on a daily basis, you know, involving uh, Alzheimer's and dementia, it's just very nice to know that if you're going to get a cancer diagnosis, you know, this kind of should be the one to get where there's no spread, the margins are good, radiation. We even had a choice to not do radiation, but I opted you know, to do that for us so that I wouldn't have any regrets or she wouldn't have any regrets down the road. And uh, hopefully the side effects won't be, you know, too uh, obnoxious. Hopefully the side effects from COVID will be more obnoxious than the side effects from this. And you know, for all of that, yes, I'm very grateful. So, yeah, I just wanted to chime in and just check in on things and let you know how things are going. And I'm enjoying a second cup of coffee, which I don't really do a whole lot. But I was over at the station doing some things with nobody there and I had to record my uh, Sunday show. So, you know, if you're not doing anything tomorrow, you can log on to the summit.fm. And you can uh, hear me. I'm on from noon to three Eastern time, usually every Sunday. And a lot of times I go in and pre-record that show. I know it doesn't. It's it's weird that it's not live, but sometimes it just doesn't uh, allow for that. And most of us kind of pre-record our shows and that's okay. Whatever. It's still the same thing. We get to be on the air and we get to play music and we get to spend time with our listeners and our members. So I was over there doing that and doing some other things and making sure that I wore rubber gloves. It's weird, you know, to try to operate a computer with a mouse with rubber gloves and a mask. It's just really odd, but trying to protect everybody and not touch stuff. And I just thought I would check in because uh, I wanted to let you know that I am hopefully going to film the first video version of the gratitude journal this week. So I think I have all the accoutrement in order and we're ready to roll. Now, how will this be different from the audio podcast? Uh, You'll see exactly why yours truly has a face specifically designed for radio broadcasting. That's what. But the other thing is, I think hopefully that the video portion will maybe reach a little larger audience and maybe we'll go hand in hand with the audio podcast. And That really is the goal, I think, of all of these casts is to hopefully show others maybe how to find different ways to be grateful for all of the things that are around them. And in the same way, it hopefully reminds me to be grateful for the things around me. I mean, it's why we're taught to do meditation, sitting meditation, because it teaches us to hopefully, you know, appreciate and live in the present moment. And then hopefully if we are, have some success, you know, while we're sitting, that maybe that will carry over into the other things in our lives and, and we will be more present for the people around us. And so in the same way, I guess that's why I wanted to also do kind of a video version. I hope it's, I hope it doesn't suck. I mean, I hope you like it. 
And I don't quite know exactly how I'm going to address that every uh, week or every month or whatever. But, you know, the set, I think, looks pretty cool. And uh, I'm anxious to <laughs> to sit in front of a camera and talk about gratitude. And uh, I don't have any specialty because I follow a lot of people who are specialists. I don't have a specialty really in anything. Uh, I say to people at work, I'm not really the best at anything. I mean, I, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, the, the Cleveland Indians back in the nineties had a player named Alvaro Espinosa and, and he was just one of my favorite players because basically if Mike Hargrove, the manager asked him to do something, he well, he would do it. I mean, he would play the outfield or he'd play second base or he'd pinch hit or pinch run or whatever. And, and I say to the folks at the radio station, I'm in the lower level tier of people there. I'm the kind of the grunt guy who's going to do stuff. And I understand, you know, what my role is. And so I feel like uh, I don't do anything the best, but I can do several things okay enough to make an impact or at, as my old PD Todd Castleberry used to say in D.C., to perform at a high level. And that's pretty much the goal when I get up to hopefully, at least work-wise, to perform at a high level. So hopefully. You are uh, surviving this early onslaught of winter. Get this Tuesday, the first, no, the second morning I woke up with COVID. That would have been Wednesday. We had like three and a half inches of snow on the ground. I mean, I just couldn't believe it. And then today I'm wearing sweatpants, but I could easily wear shorts because it's getting near 60 degrees and it's going to be that way sort of in the mid fifties to 60 for the next maybe a couple of days. Who knows? What will happen next week? It could get ugly, as is normally the case in Northeast Ohio in November. You just never know what's going to happen. Hopefully in your world, it's sunshine and bright blue skies and no COVID and no cancer diagnoses and and everything else. And uh, so thank you uh, for spending some time here on this uh, kind of overcast Saturday uh, with me, Matthew, and listening and downloading another episode of the Gratitude Journal podcast.